The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And then you said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her, who is called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. A Gospel of the Lord. This evening we celebrate the Immaculate Conception. Is not the Immaculate Conception about the purity of Jesus. It's about really is Mary, who is human, who is like us in all things but sin. She was preserved for her son, for God's son. That means she she was she didn't receive. She was removed from original sin. Today we look at the first reading, the first book of Genesis. This is where, for the first time in the history of the book, of the gospel itself, we discover a man throw a woman under the bus. You know? God asked him, okay, how do you know you're naked? You know, Adam said, well, because, and how did you know? The woman did it. So, women, don't, don't blame us men. Just start with Adam, okay? It's part of our gene, I'm sorry to say that. But it's the beauty of the whole thing is that to realize the fact that what Adam and Eve did, Mary, through her fiat, through her yes to the Lord, to be the bearer of the Son of God, she recognized that she, through her yes, she recognized that she didn't have to prove herself. See, it seemed like something, like, here's the servant trying to tell Eve, convince Eve that you have to do this. You have to do this just to be human. You have to know right from wrong. You have to have the knowledge of good and evil. And here Mary, in her innocence, when the angel Gabriel appeared to her and said, no, you can be the mother of God. And she asked him the question that relates to reality. She didn't have to prove herself. We'll have to refine ourselves in our life that we have to prove ourselves. Prove ourselves to our friends, to our family, to always meet their expectations. But the expectations of God really is about who can I be right now? Who am I according to God's plan? 
See, Mary recognized that within herself. Our mother revealed to us that you don't have to prove yourself to anybody except to one person, and that's the Father. Her fiat shows that you had proof to anyone else because no one else matters. See, Eve was so busy trying to prove to the servant that she needs to receive that knowledge. And yet, she failed. And then here comes Mary, who redeemed through her yes, restored what Eve failed. And through the new Adam, through Jesus Christ, he revealed to us, you have nothing to prove. I said to be a son or a daughter of God. This is an important lesson for us, all of us. Often we go through life, whether it be our family, our work, our job, that we have to prove ourselves. And in proving ourselves, sometimes we're challenged, we're, we're offered things that we, have, you know, that we don't want to do, things that might be unethical, things that might be pulling us away from knowing God. And really the invitation today is made in that image. Mary recognized that image. She's made in the image and likeness of God. And being made in the image and likeness of God, she doesn't have to prove herself for any reason. And and in that proving of ourselves, only God matters. So tonight as we celebrate the Immaculate Conception, through Mary's yes, she could have said no, but she said yes. Our yes to God, notice this, our yes to God identify us who we are, label us who we are as sons and daughters of God. Every little yes that we do, we say yes to God for, helps us to imitate Mary. And how do we imitate Mary? How do we imitate our mother through her obedience, through her faith in the God that loves her? So the challenge for us really in this, all these readings tonight and in this solemnity is really this. When you find yourself trying to prove yourself to others, is it worth it when the one that matters the most is the one that just wants to love you as a son or as a daughter? Because at the end of life, when he calls us home to be with him, that's all that matters. The people you face each day, the people you see each day, they're not going to judge you. No matter what you do, you're never going to accept their approval. They're never going to accept it. But the God that loves you accepts you for who you are because you're his son and his daughter. So let's ask Mary tonight for that grace to be who we are. Not what people tell you tell us who we're supposed to be. We don't need approval from anyone but God. And God already approves you for who you are. Embrace that. Love that. And may your yes always be directed towards God for your holiness, for your sanctification.